Thank you for tuning in to Serendipity with Sheila, the podcast that helps you align your mission with your passion. As a universal master energy healer, Sheila can help you awaken and align with your true self so you can live the purposeful life you were made for. Let's get started. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Serendipity with Sheila, and I am your host, Reverend Sheila B. Tillich. And today I have a real treat for you. I have Dr. Tian Kowalik, who is a chiropractor, and he has an amazing journey about how he shares his passion with who he is and what he does. He actually helps people, all right, live a more integrative health in their life. And I absolutely am so excited to have him here. Welcome, Tian. Uh, great being here. I'm excited. This is a all right. first time that I've actually, I've done some, like I said, I was listening to many podcasts over the years and it's fun to actually start doing more of them actually myself. This oh, is exciting. All right. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. So I'm going to do a, a little bio. All right. Tian Kowalik is a doctor of chiropractic medicine and a graduate from the prestigious Palmer School of Chiropractic in Iowa. His practice, Ontario Family Chiropractic, is located in his integrated health center in Ontario, New York. Ontario, New York is very close to me, and I live about 20 minutes away from where he is. So it's very, very convenient for me. So um, Tian, you know, when I first went to your office, your practice, I seen something on the wall and I want to read it because it really impressed me. It says, I love the saying of it. It says, medicine is about disease and what makes people die. Chiropractic is about life and what makes people live. And that's by right. BJ Palmer. Correct. That really that really hit me because there's so much more to medicine than just basic Western medicine. You know, there's Eastern medicine and integrative medicine. And I love it is because your practice is about integrative health. Correct. So all right, right. So welcome again. So I would like you to share a little bit more with my listeners about you. All right, about your journey and what, what led you to your career. So Tian, you've got the floor. Perfect. Very comfortable here we're just kind of chatting so what what got you here it's interesting like i was um thinking back about my journey uh, especially well it's kind of a book ending to the story i kind of started with it just a couple of weeks ago um i went up to my undergrad my undergrad was kinesiology or exercise phys was my undergrad and uh found out a little few months ago that our rugby team i was playing on was uh, inducted in the sports hall of fame so it's the first rugby team at that school at University of Western Ontario um, to do that. And oh, so you're Canadian, that, huh? And yes, I'm Canadian, Canadian eh? So, <laughs> but uh, I'll try to start with that. But I just seen these guys, I haven't seen these, my friends or my teammates in 25 years. And realistically, I probably never would have seen them ever again if it wasn't for this Hall of Fame induction. But uh, driving there with my girls and um, spending time at the, seeing my alma mater and seeing homecoming and seeing all the students. And then it was, a, and then to see my, teammates that were my family at the time that was before you know kids and responsibilities it was just about rugby training and going to school and learning uh, but it, it gave me a lot of time to reflect so it actually the fact that this is coming now is amazing because um i'll start from the beginning where both both grandparents both of my families originally from ukraine um oh. and they had a crazy like what they went through to give me the opportunities that i have now like i'm so grateful for i can't even believe it and, um you know, talking to my cousin, who's he had more detail than my grandparents, but uh, my my grandfather's side. So my dad's parents. My grandfather was an orphan because 
Russia came in at the time, stole the greens. And so he ended up, his parents died of starvation. He made it through as an orphan. Wow. Uh, my grandmother was a prisoner of war during World War II. She was like, you know, making bombs or for allied bombers. And that she, she told the story of where she was um, in a bomb factory in Germany, you know, as a prisoner of war. And a bomb actually came through the building, killed some of her friends, but it was a dud and never blew up. So she survived wow. that. My grandparent, my grandfather was stealing potatoes to keep my grandmother alive. Um, they survived that. And my, both my parents were born in Germany. Like uh, my uncle and my dad were born in Germany. My mother's side didn't have it any easier. When they lost everything in Ukraine after World War II, they went to Venezuela. So my mom and my aunt were actually born in Venezuela. My grandmother and my grandfather, you know, try to start a family there to learn a different language. My grandfather was a, fell off a scaffolding. So he was uh, working at a construction company. I guess he was one of the uh, foremen. So he ended up dying. So my grandmother ended up having to move from Venezuela to Canada with a $4,000 life insurance check, two young girls, learn another language. And uh, so Canada was sponsoring a lot of uh, immigrants from Ukraine at the time. And uh, so they ended up meeting in Northern Ontario where my grandfather was uh, building a hydro dam. And um, so they met in Northern, they met Northern Ontario, ended up uh, moving to Hamilton. And that like what they went through to, like I guess my foundation, my, my career and my everything I have right now is based on them taking an opportunity to come to Canada and, you know, he worked at a steel plant and that was amazing. I didn't appreciate that as a child, obviously it was, but then as I'm growing up, I'm looking back to what my grandparents went through and then gave my dad, my mom, both a university education. And uh, my dad was huge into learning. So my dad is an entomologist. So he worked for Ontario Hydro in Canada. He was a field biologist. So he was always working with uh, species and seeing how different terrain affected the animals. So he even back in the late eighties, early nineties, he was doing a lot of research with the zebra mussels and Lake Ontario and after going into the nuclear dams and or the nuclear power plants and how more or less biology and ecosystem is everything. Everything in the health of our environment is everything. And so even there's times uh, in Lake Ontario, like many years or Lake Erie, when it, it was so polluted that the, the eggs of the, the the birds and things like that were starting to not reproduce because the eggshells were getting so thin. And it's and an analogy I learned later on is, you know, in order to be healthy, you have to eat well, think well, move well, and really it's tied to your species type. So exactly, exactly. And you know, to, so to, to fix up the the bird situation, the fi to fix it wouldn't be to put up little bird hospitals and like a little vet sanctuaries along the Lake Ontario to take care of these sick birds. The, the fix this, the, to fix it was to clean up the environment. And once they cleaned up the environment with the water and good nutrition, then, you know, the biology was able to grow again. So everything in life is always about getting back to the foundation of your species type and living congruently with that. And uh, so growing up and collecting butterflies and my father was so into uh, learning that I remember watching the PBS documentaries like Nova and those space channels and uh, learning about astronomy and the cool story, another uh, serendipity event was uh, he met, actually met Carl Sagan when he was when the, the Cosmos series came out in the alert early 80s. And he actually met Carl Sagan at a U of, U of T event. And he has a high, I have a hand signed uh, autographed book from Carl Sagan with it sounds like to Mark and Tian look up to the stars or reach for the future. And so I just very thankful for it. My father introduced me to like the, the basic sciences of it, the, how the universe works. And I've realized now we all do come from stars. Like we are stars. Oh, you know, oh. like, 
You're and talking I, to the star lady here. <laughs> yes. You know, so like, the, the more I understand how we are, how we ever got to this point over the eons of time, um, it's not through better medicine or better drugs or better technology. Just it's the how we evolve over time. We're always trying to make ourselves better. And are you ready to expand your healing? Visit SheilaTillich.com slash events to find an online or in-person event near you. That's SheilaTillich.com slash events. Now back to the episode. How I got into the chiropractic field was, you know, both both grandparents always came over, always grew up with uh, our own gardens. Like my mom grew up with a little garden when she grew up in near Toronto. Small little, my grandma always had a garden. We always had gardens growing up. My grandfather always come by. So we always grew up. Whole foods, like uh, cooked meals. I, I'm, both my parents were super supportive of everything I did. You know, I, they never, they were always together for me, supported me with any sporting events. But medicine was never part of our life. It's not like we were against medicine, but it just we never needed it because as a family, we we're always eating holistically to what we needed to be. And I can even tell the story of my grandfather where he used to smoke his own, uh, he'd roll his own expert A cigarettes, <laughs> roll his own cigarettes and have his coffee. But, <laughs> And he did that from, I guess, probably 16, 17 years old until his final death. But he was always at peak health because he moved, he ate clean foods, supportive family, and he never took medications for anything. So he lived till his early 80s. He ended up dying, dying of prostate, prostate cancer just because he didn't want to go to a doctor and even you know, address it. So he yeah, just ignored it. Yeah. But uh, but as a family, we always, I remember my both parent, grandparents always give me cod liver oil and just, uh, it, it just... I didn't think that was anything weird until I kind of went into high school and then went to university. Like a lot of people didn't have my upbringing and a lot of people are still based on uh, medicine. Yeah. So, um, but I was, uh, played, we won this, you know, provincial championship in high school. And then thankfully I had a great rugby coach that kind of steered me to continue to play rugby instead of going to football. And then I ended up going to uh, undergrad, didn't know what I wanted to do. So I went to pre-med for, uh, exercise phys. And I didn't know if I wanted to be a gym teacher slash biology teacher. If I wanted to teach in some way. I was thinking uh, orthopedic surgeon from football. I had knee surgery done from racing motocross. I dislocated my elbow. You know, I've had a couple of broken noses, probably 50 stitches in my head, <laughs> multiple concussions. Like I've had so much abuse to my body, but thankfully I, I was always able to recover and heal. And never need a major crisis care besides surgeries. So I was thinking orthopedic surgeon or a firefighter. So that was my three things going into university, not knowing what I wanted to do. But uh, so then uh, the, I guess serendipitous event was when I was on the second uh, year of university, we went to Ireland and I remember tackling a guy, I uh, hit my head into the ground, heard like a creak in my neck. And I've had some traumas and I've actually fractured my thoracic spine from recent dirt bike. So I was like, oh, it's another you know, trauma to recover from. It was the final game of the tour. We went back to Canada and it wasn't until about two months later, I started getting these reoccurring brutal migraines. I've never had a migraine in my life. So was wow. like, so from never having any <clears throat> symptoms to having migraines so bad that I couldn't go to class, I was throwing up almost every day. Yeah. I, couldn't, I was losing weight. And then, uh, so I was, they realized it was from, uh, the trainers realized it's probably from a neck injury. So I went to the university hospital, the MRI, CT scans. They're like, everything's normal. There's no brain bleeding. We don't know what's going on, but Obviously, you're having symptoms, so they're going to prescribe me the Imitrix, the Ralpax, the Zomig, all these prescription migraine meds. Um, 
And he obviously asked, you know, if I'm feeling down. I was like, yeah, of course I'm down. I can't go to class, can't play rugby. I'm losing weight. Like my whole life was kind of like the rug was pulled up from under my feet because everything that I, all my values in my life were training, team, sports, and learning. I couldn't do any of those. So of course they wanted to try to put me on antidepressants, which I was like, I know what I'm depressed for. The antidepressants aren't going to fix me. Yeah, yeah. Um, they tried to even recommend maybe Botox injections in my head to numb the pain. And everything was about treating a symptom. None of it was working. Didn't know what's going on. And when I mentioned the rugby again, I remember the uh, one of the doctors almost like scoffed at me, like, "Well, you're never playing rugby again." Like, there's no. And I was like, so very. The bedside manner was not very supportive ever, but they they couldn't fix me. And it was a classmate of mine whose dad was a chiropractor. At this point, I've never been a chiropractor before. And he's like, oh, I should go check out this uh, NHL chiropractor. He's in about 45 minutes away, but he can probably help you out. And I was like, well, nothing to lose at this point. I didn't know anything about chiropractic. You know, I was a, as an athletic therapist and PT, I didn't, you know, never been yeah, adjusted. Yeah, yeah. And long, I went there and took x-rays. He found it, my issue in my upper neck, my atlas bone was shifted. And I mentioned it. Why didn't anyone else mention this? He's like, well, they're just not trained to look for that. Exactly. And after couple of weeks literally about a handful of adjustments my migraines were gone and I felt amazing again I was like what what's to this he's like well you know we found the cause and I said do you think I'll be able to play sports again he's like, oh for sure there's no reason you know, like once your body's aligned well and you're running the way you should you know you, you just continue doing what you're doing so then uh I worked at as an exercise physiologist at a big health club in Toronto area so after four years went back home trying to figure out where I wanted to go to school and I was looking at a school in Toronto or Montreal I even drove to Chicago to check out a chiropractic school there. And then uh, one of the chiropractors working in a health club, he's like, well, I went to a school in Atlanta down at life and actually heard they have a rugby team. I'm like, really? You know, this is kind of pre-internet. This is like 99. Didn't, yeah, didn't, yeah. It wasn't easy to do research back then besides catalogs. Um, and I called up to the, the school, talked to the rugby coach and he's like, oh, it sounds like you have a good background. Why don't you just drive down and we'll, we'll talk. And so I just picked up in my 86 blue safari minivan you know, just, <laughs> I, like, I think i had like three hundred thousand kilometers on it so maybe two hundred thousand miles i love it down. i love it when we i love it when we talk about you know our past and you know what was important that time it's like oh but but that is how i relate you know i my first my first car was a um vw bug you know yeah. but yeah 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 it's great car go ahead go ahead i'm so sorry I, I remember like you know i remember like hanging out with my friends partying and you know saying hey i'm gonna go to school the next day Got up early, 16-hour drive to Atlanta from uh, Burlington, Ontario. I remember like the, the 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 car was so kind of the minivan was so beat up. That I remember the steering wheel shaking on the highway the whole way down for 16 16 hours. I pulled it all off, <laughs> talked to the coach, and he's like, "Well, if you want to start, I could get you in for the next trimester, like literally next month." So I was like, "All right, I'm in." So I went back home, picked everything up, and moved to the U.S. Uh, to and I was on a, actually ended up with almost a full ride rugby scholarship in Atlanta. Went to South Africa and then uh, ended up transferring to school in Iowa because they actually offered a full tuition ride and then ended up graduating from Palmer College in Iowa, which is like the original chiropractic school. So that was the Fountainhead School. And that's where the friendships and uh, everyone and all the teammates that were all kind of chiropractic students, that was a unique experience because we're all had the same philosophy of mindset. We'd adjust, you know, we have a trainer that was adjusting us in the way we're eating. And we ended up winning uh, national championships. We were in a top uh, rugby team wow. in Atlanta. We were actually national <laughs> champs for a Super League, went to Palmer. And then, so all that was due to our injury from rugby that got me into the chiropractic field because, uh, and then BJ Palmer, his philosophy was 
you know, you eat well, well, my philosophy in the clinic is eat well, think well, move well. But the, the green books, the uh, chiropractic philosophy from the early 1900s was all disease comes from thoughts. So uh, the toxins from negative thoughts, negative toxins, traumas. So thoughts, traumas, exactly. toxins. So the, the what you put in your head is what he said that was first. So the thoughts and your health, are, that's the biggest aspect. And then traumas could be falls, traumas, misalignments, injuries. Are, and then chemical stresses would be the food we put in our body, the, the air we breathe and all those things. So thoughts, traumas, toxins, but they, the physical, mental and emotional side is everything. Um, so it's like, I could go on, but it's just neat how I ended up um, graduating there. And then I went to Northeast PA, worked for a clinic and that's where I met my wife. And then we ended up in Ontario, New York. And I remember uh, trying to set up my own clinic somewhere. And then near Rochester, I have a friend of mine that I played rugby with. He grew up on a other side of town near Hilton and his wife's from Canada. He's like, I'll come to the Rochester area. And then I ended up finding a place in Ontario, New York. And I was like, I'm from Ontario, Canada. I didn't know there was an Ontario, New York. <laughs> but uh, so I ended up uh, taking over a clinic back in 2008. And then we, after a few years of renting out a small space, I took over from a previous chiropractor. Uh, we bought a building 10 years ago, like a 5,000 square foot building. And then we uh, been expanding from there. So we got the chiro integrated health center turned into the chiropractic laser spinal decompression. And then we uh, eventually, when the tennis left, we opened up the functional fitness gym next door, which is Upraxia. And uh, that's a franchise of one of my best friends from uh, Palmer in Iowa. So a guy, he wrestled at Wisconsin, Dr. Steve Sizz. So he, uh, I became a franchise of one of his uh, programs. And, uh, you know, you know, I, I really love it is because when I found you, uh, and I've been coming to you for a couple months now, and the serendipity part about it, you know, I've been going to chiropractor for about three or four years, you know, and a lot of my own life issues were getting in the way. And, and I knew that I needed to do more. And I've always taken responsibility for my body and my life. Mm -hmm. And, um, but as the years have gone by and the mileage is mileage on my body, I'm not going to say AGE, right, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to say the mileage is that I knew, you know, a lot of things need to be worked on. And what I liked about you is immediately when I came, you were very thorough. You know, you went with x-rays and you explained everything to me and stuff like that. And we immediately started working on that. And I have just seen so much improvement in my life, you know, from being able to move better and also sleep better um, and to be able to um, continue on my life in a healthy, healthier manner, you know. And, and, and I like what you, you started talking about you know, the thought process and all the things that go into being healthy, you know, and you talked about the root cause, you know, mm -hmm. get to the root cause. What is causing that? That's why I liked when you showed me these things that were happening with my body with the x-rays that you took, you know, mm -hmm. it's the root cause of the stuff. And, and it lines up with why my body wasn't working and then what it can help it how I can help it. I love, you know, you have your gym, you have, you know, your nutrition program, you have so much of your practice that's integrative. You know, it's just not, you know, go in for adjustments and that's it. You've got to take responsibility for your life. And, you know? yeah, and I'm, not, I'm not against Western medicine for emergency care. Like I, I remember I coming back from very painful and probably most painful experience of all the things I've had. I had a kidney stone uh, back in 2003. I came back and then I ended up having to, you know, go to the hospital a couple of times and they're able to blast it out and they had to get surgery to pull it out. Like I'm not, oh, yeah. I've had broken, but mm -mm. we need emergency Western all. care is awesome, but we need 
prevention care. We need true wealth. And that's all lifestyle. 80% of the 2.7 trillion we spent is due to, but we, you know, we dig in our grave with our own fork and spoon. We are not moving enough and we're not living congruent to our species type, you know, like a koala in the woods, you know, a koala cannot live like we do. They need their eucalyptus and they have their, it's almost like a a lion in captivity is going to not be optimal health, but if they're out in Savannah, they are. So we have to be congruent to what we, well, I got a puppy that, you know, okay. I, I got to put a quick pause on this is getting more. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love reality. This is real life. People. We just deal with what we need to deal with. Monthly group healing sessions are now available on SheilaTillich.com slash events. These group healing sessions take place on the first Tuesday of every month and include guided group healing and or exercises, depending on the need of the group. Because this is a more intimate group, it is developed based on the needs of the group during the session. This is to support us as we move through this ascension process and we are experiencing similar things at the same time. To register for the next monthly group healing sessions, please visit our event page, sheilatillick.com events. Thank you for listening. Now back to the episode. All right. I got my family right. gone, so this is possible. <laughs> And maybe if I keep him in the same room, he'll be happier. (laughs) Okay, that sounds good. But uh, Well, I um, I love it when, you know, where's the gaps in your patient care? You know, um, first of all, Western medicine, you got to have both. You know, I, exactly. It's about preventative. I like the preventative stuff. So in your practice, where's the gaps for you? You know, meaning more on the inner work that the, the, the the client needs to do yeah you know? it's like the biggest i find the biggest gap is that the, most patients don't have any really understanding on what it takes to be healthy like it's in our society now we've been you know through commercialization you know like there's so much confusion there's so much information about like high fat low fat diets or you know like you, you find all the shelves are filled with pre-packaged pre-made food and life has become so easy where you can just like you know, go on Grubhub and send food to yourself. So, but we've gone away from, you know, even making or making your own home cooked meals, like the crock pot, exactly. and just actually preparing things in advance and be, being together as a family. I know, I've, uh, yeah. So, actually, I can go in detail. Like with my when I met my wife at the chiropractic clinic, I took care of her parents and her grandparents first, and when she actually came in, she just kind of came back uh, from a, a summer trip, and that was the first time I met her. And so, she already grew up holistically. And that's one of the big things that we love nature going outdoors and we decide when we do have kids, we want to have a home birth. So I remember even with my own child, Sophia, she was 11. Now we had, um, we had her in our own house. We had two midwives. Oh, I remember I was awesome. seeing patients. It was like a Thursday morning and all of a sudden, and you, she, she was two weeks overdue, but she's still working out every day at the Y. She had a big belly and she's doing her <laughs> stuff on it. And actually prior to that, we probably took two or three months of Bradley method birthing classes. So it's all about how to naturally have a baby as healthy as possible. So of course, if we're under risk, we would have maybe gone to the hospital, but everything was so healthy. And with the Bradley method, we understand how, how natural pregnancy works. And uh, when it came time, I remember I rushed home from seeing patients and my midwives were there at probably about, about eight o'clock at night. So we're just kind of letting her go through it. And by five in the morning, uh, she, we're at right in our own was, house. We had a mattress and I delivered and caught my own baby right in my own house. And then the midwives are there to, you know, help with the transition. But 
I felt like that was the most powerful kind of intimate experience you could have with your wife or, or your child. When even prior to us having kids, we ate perfectly, never drank, all through like perfect nutrition, all through the whole pregnancy, rest, and uh, catching my own baby at my own house, and never needing that, never neither of our kids have ever been to a pediatrician besides just a you know yearly checkups to you know go to school and things like that. Uh-huh. But yeah. uh, that was the most mind blowing experience to actually see my baby you know coming into my hands and seeing the eyes open up for the first time and seeing her like look at me. It just is. It made yeah. me realize that they didn't, we didn't need anything besides a healthy lifestyle to have a healthy baby. And then we had yeah. a second girl later on as yeah. well. It just, it, I'm just, I'm just smiling is because um, I went to nursing school to be a nurse midwife. And right. when I, when I had my children, all right, um, I wanted a water birth. And at yeah. that time in the seventies, that really wasn't cool to do, you know, and that, it's kind of interesting you say that because we had a big water tub. And then uh, during the whole 12 hour ordeal, somehow like when in midwives pulled the plug back and knocked it out. So then the tub got really cold. So then by the time <laughs> she was ready to deliver, she's like, oh, the water's cold. It's like, all right, we're going to do it on all fours then. So that's, right, uh, right. that's yeah. cool that you, you're I, into that. I, I absolutely love, I love it. Um, how you've integrated your whole life, you know, with this, the healthy stuff, you know, holistic and, and um, uh, as pain-free as possible you know, and, 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 and I absolutely love it. And that's kind of my story is what led me to be a recovery metaphysician and the things that I do, you know, it's through my own life experiences and own challenges too. Right. So, yeah, exactly. So, you know, as a meta metaphysical um, practitioner, all right, um, my practice is more holistic how can you deal with things in your life in a different manner, more holistically, you know? So um, I love what I do. And as a recovery metaphysician, I do, I deal with a lot of different things, not just people that need addiction help, but people with um, changes in their life, more holistic changes, more healthier, more preventative, and to actually help them get to the root cause, you know, what, right. what's causing your pain? What, what do you want to change in your life? Where do you feel stuck? So for my being a recovery metaphysician, where do you think, you know, it can benefit your patients? And, with, and guess, the serendipity well, with us coming together is no coincidence at all. You know, no, it's, it's, it's when you think even the BJ Palmer, the chiropractic philosophy has always been about innate, innate intelligence, you know, the ability, exactly. your body, your brain, your central nervous system has the core ability to reproduce and be healthy and then the spinal column running through it if there's nerve pressures it's not going to send signals and that could compromise things that's where people get the neuropathies or sciatic pain or yeah headaches yeah. and and then uh, but a lot of part of it is also just having the mindset to be open to those kind of things to realize like because we've been you almost have to untrain the last hundred years of what we think health is well that, that's it, yeah. And when I talk about limitations, what's limiting you, you know, your belief system and what you've been trained belief to system think. Is everything. So when you're talking about the everything. gap, I think the gap is to bridge the person from my body needs help from outside. If I, if I, have, a, if I have a symptom, it's because I'm the magic, the I'm, magic pill. Yeah. I need the, the magic, magic pill, pill or the <laughs> magic surgery, or, you know, if I'm <laughs> overweight by 50 pounds, it must mean because I need, I must, must need gastric bypass or, or, or it's, it's, it's my, it's my hereditary. I got it from my parents. They're exactly. They're, yeah, they're so fat, it's, it's you know, genetic. or, you know, diabetic. Well, my parents are diabetic, so I'm going to get diabetes. No. And, and that's, I think that we, we talked about this previously about that Bruce Lipton and the biology of belief. Yeah. And I actually had a chance to, actually had a chance to meet him in, in uh, Palmer back in 2003 when yeah. he was getting going. And, and my, one of my other mentors, Dr. James Chestnut, he's, 
also taking it from the, the species type and then they just bonded together and it's all about epigenetics. So the above they the go. Gene, they yeah, go like, epigenetics, the environment around the cell, the environment correct. around the around the person, their life. What are they putting into their bodies? How are they living? Their, yeah. So that we can't change our gene. Like if you have the genes for blue eyes and we can, so our makeup's there, but it's almost like the uh, the analogy. You can change. Like if, you can change the thought process. You it's, can it's change the way you think about it. It's like there's a recipe it. book, and then you could pick different recipes from that book depending on what's going on in the environment. Exactly. So, Choices. We have the ability to be healthy, but we just got to have the, make the epigenetic choices just because your parents have. It. And that's what a lot of times Western medicine, they'll, they'll take a history. Oh, your, both your parents have heart disease. Uh oh, that's not good for you. It's like really heart disease and diabetes. That's only been an issue in the last really 100 years. When you're talking thousands of years prior that we've had the ability to be genetically healthy. It's only when we're messing things up with our current lifestyle yeah. that's been having all these issues. And I love when you talked about the innate is because I'm also um, um, heart math licensed coach and, and heart math is about your innate intelligence going into your heart center and connecting with your brain and actually getting actually building resilience against stress and trauma and right. learning that you can do this by going with inside your innate ability, your own physical and emotional spiritual ability to change and to be healthier so i i love being a heart math coach of making the connection of the innate your body knows what to do you know yeah it's it's, it's a stress response if you're under a lot of stress you, physical mental emotional stresses exactly you're going, get, you're going to get elevated cholesterol you're going to get elevated heart rate you're going to your body's it's almost like if you're the analogy of if you're, you see a tiger in a jungle like but at that point, you, you don't care about healing at per se. Your goal is a fight or flight. So a fight or flight response is those things to get you out of that situation. But then once you're out of that situation, that's when you should put on the brakes. And that's the parasympathetic nervous system, the rest, digest, repair. And that's why in our society today, we're so sympathetic dominant. We're not getting into the rest, digest, repair phase. And then that's why we're getting these chronic diseases. And then we're getting... And we're told, hey, we need more medicine, more surgeries, exactly. which exactly. which going to have more chemical stresses to the body, which is going to hinder your healing response. And then you're never going to, you might feel better short term. You might be treating symptoms, but ultimately you're just kind of sweeping the, the dirt under the rug and then eventually exactly. you can't get away from it. And yep, that's yep. why we're spending more on healthcare than any other country in the world. And we're getting the worst results. It's not that we don't have caring doctors. It, it's just the fact our whole system is upside down we're, we're addressing yeah. it from the cost yeah. of what all these expensive surgeries and drugs but that's never going to fix the, the cost which is you know, exactly you know me as a, a recovery medical physician what i what i try to help people with is realize that they are a priority in their life to make themselves a priority and, you know, society is always, you know, look at, oh, I can't look at myself, you know, uh, you're being selfish type thing. But no, it's, it's making choices for you, you know, right. making it really important for you. What do you need to do is because it affects every area of your life, just like what you talked about, you know, the stress, the stress causing diabetes and causing heart disease. It's like, what is it doing to you, you know, to get people to look at, they have choices and it's your choices which you need to look at and make yourself a priority to look at those choices. And that's, that's what the great awakening is, is, is happening now for people is understanding that, Hey, I can do different now. 
you know, and, and I can take care of my body without feeling the guilt, without, you know, but a lot of them, you know, they come into play, oh, insurances don't cover this, I don't have the money. They use excuses, and a lot of it is their own inner work that needs to be done. Their oh, own sure. self-esteem, you know, the lack of, you know, and what they've been taught, you know, and so I love talking about stuff like this with other professionals that, you know, in their practice, they they had it they they have it head on with their patients all the time you know so how does that how does that work for you you know i I know for me it's very frustrating sometimes you know when when you know what can help them of course that's why we're here that that is uh it's their choices right it's i guess the first 10 years of my career like many times i was losing sleep at night i used to do health talks classes 45 minutes and more or less i'd try to get them to drink from a fire hose of information it's like it's almost you realize someone's at this level one or two and I'm trying to get them to level eight or nine and it'll get them, you know, if my level is eight or nine or 10, I'm trying to get them to where I am at. And I realize that's not going to happen. And, and it's more or less, we're trying to meet patients now, finding out, know, get them what they want, which is getting out of pain and, and try to educate them on what they can have. You know, it's almost like when they're in pain, that's your priority. You want to get out of pain and they're de facto to come to see me and try to fix the cause and avoid drugs and surgery. I'm very thankful for that. But then, the frustration is once they're out of pain, they're like, all right, good, I'll come back when I'm in pain. But it's like, okay, wait a second. Instead of waiting until you have pain or waiting until you have a heart attack yeah. or that diagnosis of a chronic life-threatening disease, it's like, what are you going to do to make yourself better? If you, if you, it's like if someone gave you a million-dollar racehorse and you're like, all right, you know what? I want to win some money with this horse. You're not going to be giving it Doritos and making sure, you know, <laughs> alcohol and not drinking. It's like yeah. you're going to treat that million-dollar racehorse like it should be treated to for it can win its events. Yet what the way we treat ourselves are like, with like garbage cans we we just put it whatever we can we don't think about our meals we don't think about the sleep or how everything we're doing can impact our life yeah. long term i'm not expecting perfection but at the same time we should make more of a priority into just living congruently with the weather what our species needs we need love and support from family we need daily movement exercise we I, can't be I, sitting all day we can't exactly. be on a phone comparing ourselves and always we, we need some quiet time as well that's a meditative this Vitamin N, vitamin nature. Um, we just took our kids in Lake Placid this past weekend and I'm gonna make a post about it. The, the best thing for our kids and our families is get outside, walk. If you look at the philosophers from the Greek philosophers, a lot of times they're taught classes, you know, the philosophy classes or to be walking around and you'd have and they'd, the students be following the professor, they're walking and learning and teaching because movement and instead of being in the class, sitting down, stuffy room and all these it's we have it should be a fun and enjoyable process like learning should be natural it should be something we want to do and but and then health should be along those same pathways but so many times we we filled our lives with a lot of filler and garbage really that now again it's, we just got to pull away from that stuff and get get to the congruently with what we need to be healthy and that's the people, exactly people well. and, uh, yeah exactly yeah in my practice as a practitioner you know emotionally healthy you know mentally healthy yeah. what does that mean and a lot of it has to do with fear a lot of them don't want to or they don't know how because they've always done Correct. a certain thing yeah and that, so, the thought, that, that thought process the thought thinking the negative thinking and the stinking thinking is exactly it, it just brings us down and we tend to be our harshest critics like i'm the same way i've always gone to seminars my wife and i traveling and try and prove ourselves but yeah i i internally say things to myself that i would never say to my child or anyone else bingo but, but i would rip myself apart like even throughout my entire career like I, it's i've always was super hard on myself and always compare myself to those people exactly. that i think have more 
Yeah. And somehow so, I feel so like the root cause, the root cause, where do they come from? So yeah, that's so. that's what I like to take a look at and to realize is that you don't have to live in the limit limiting beliefs. What you were taught, you know, you can think outside of the box. I say, you mean I can step outside of the box? I can do something different? Yeah, you can, but you still need to take the responsibility and do it. You know, and, 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 and there's a lot of benefit, and you get a lot of enjoyment in taking those responsibilities and overcoming wow. challenges. Like life, life should not be easy. Wonderful. Nothing about life's easy, but you know, I just listen to another analogy of like uh, Ray Dalio. He's one of these you know, investment guys, but he's talking about how you don't want a life on a, you want to cross the jungle. You don't want to just be kind of comfort in the entire life and just kind of be live in mediocrity. And then when it's time to, you know, your final days on this planet. You look back and you didn't really accomplish or do anything hard. You don't you didn't have any struggles. Like of course you're going to have struggles, but you want to get through that jungle. You want to overcome things. You want to make yourself physically stronger, mentally stronger, just emotionally more in tune with everyone. Just you know, appreciate the what you have, appreciate your family, and just you realize we're all in this together. Like we are not just our exactly. own family, but we are. That's why I'm trying to make a bigger impact in my community with getting our. Because everyone knows how to join a gym, but I wanted a group functional fitness class. So you have an instructor yeah. telling you, guiding you, you're working out with 12 or 15 other people that are showing up. They got just there at 6 a.m. this morning. Everyone's smiling. Everyone knows we're there together. And then we do go our separate ways. But that, that this social network and working out together, that's the, you know, we, we've lost that. As a family, as a, you know, if you look at Native Americans or any cultures, it was always a society that, or the group of 20 or 30 or 50 people that raised families together, helped each other together. Exactly. We've lost that. And so even though we're connected through phones and technology, we're not connected at all together. The interpersonal, as, the interpersonal right, connection. Like the hands-on exactly. face-to-face stuff. That, that's, well, that's where you get the enjoyment. That's where you get everything in life is from that. Exactly. Well, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed this podcast. I really have. And I, and I am just so grateful, Tian, that I have been able to be able to use you as my chiropractor, but also to work with you, you know. Well, I'm and, grateful that, yeah, I'm super thankful that we, this, we're talking about serendipity. this. Serendipity. Yeah, there's it's, no it's coincidence. How, and, you know, there's so many things, so many layers of things we can get into. And it's just like, you know what, this is just amazing that, well, at least we're, again, trying to get people to understand that, they have the ability to be healthy and it's all about your mindset and break Go through inside. those barriers, overcome those fears, see what's going on with your spine nerve system, look at your diet, look at your, your right. body movements and right. just be functional. But I'm very grateful for uh, being part of this as well. Like I hope I can uh, share more one time, but this is That's awesome. Great. Absolutely. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed this and I want to thank you for sharing your life story with us and the serendipity part of your life, your mission, your integrative medicine, what you do and how you live your life. And I'm just so grateful for you, Tian. So thank you very much for coming and sharing with my listeners. Uh, My pleasure. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. Take care. Are you looking for tools, jewelry, meditations, and merch to remind you to stay in tune and in the present? Make sure you stop by SheilaTillich.com slash store. And while you're there, visit SheilaTillich.com slash subscribe to get a discount code for a free meditation from the store.